Welcome to the Speaking of Tangents podcast, a podcast for both your ears, season two, blah, 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 all that nonsense. It's a podcast, and you're welcome and or I'm sorry, whichever applies to you. This week's episode is brought to you by Cut the Conversate. Cut the Conversate, a new haircut place where no one will actually try to start a conversation with you in awkward moments when you just want to get your haircut without all the BS Cut the conversation. I'm Jason. And I'm KJ, and this week we have Claire Natola joining us in the third chair. And it's a cliffhanger no more as I reveal the results of my eye examination. As well as what an awful person I am. Reveal? I mean, I think we already knew that. Anyway, then we'll pronounce some stuff. Stuff and words, words and stuff. Words and words and stuff and words. And we'll wrap it all up with feedback. All that, plus several conversational tangents. In a week, things happen. Yes, they do. And now we'll review. Yes, we will. Those things that happened. The things that happened. It's the speaking of tangents. Week in review. What is happening this week? <laughs> Good is happening. We All have, right. We have another guest sit-in or third chair or whatever. She's our friend. And she's <laughs> yep. a very cool aunt or aunt. <laughs> How are you pronouncing Welcome, that Claire. Word? Whatever. Hi. Or whatever. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I, I answer to almost any relative. No problem. So, yes, Claire Natola is with us today. And just in case people are wondering, I do pronounce it aunt because I'm originally from Boston. So, okay, there you go. I'm sorry for you on both accounts. (laughs) Let's get it going. Let's go now. Let's go already. It's a throwdown right off the bat. (laughs) If not, it'll be a throwdown during feedback. I've seen the document. (laughs) Yes, I'm excited. Uh, I haven't even seen Reddit yet, and I'm excited. Yeah, thanks for coming on with us. Sure. Well, you know, I figured we must start with my eye appointment because, you know, I've teased it for the last two weeks. And I know people are just dying to hear about, you know, how my how, what my eyes are like. You had an eye appointment. I had an eye appointment. Yes. Okay, so, whatever. well, you were pretty sure you knew what was going to happen. So I'd like you to just guess what what he said, what the doctor said. Um. You're just getting a little older and, you know, as you get older, you know, our eyesight kind of dims and, you know, I could give you prescription glasses, but they'd be a low prescription and, you know, you pay more or you could just go to like the $25, $20 ones at the grocery store, you know, drugstore slash, you know, CVS Walgreens and pick those up and they'd probably do you for a little while or, you know, we could go ahead and get you some prescription set up today. Um, I, I wasted most of my money. Um, because you've told me the same thing. Uh, you're pretty close. You're pretty close. Um, I you'd don't think that it, they say that to a lot of people. You'd think <laughs> and they I've would. heard that before. Yes. He said, you're 42 now and you are right along. It, you're, you're following. It's normal. What's happening. You, mm-hmm. My, my vision from far away is 2020 there. So I don't need any prescription there at all. The only thing he, per- he said I should do is just get readers. 
mm-hmm. 1.0, not 1.25 that I have at my house. So wow, I have the low. Yes, very low. And he said, you'll notice in a few years, you're going to have to go to 1.25 and then you're going <gasps> to have to go to two. Shocking. Yes. Okay. <laughs> my, question, my question in all this is, um, do you think he told you to get the 1.0s because he knows that will make your eyes strain more because you really need higher and have to come back to him and <laughs> sooner to get prescriptions and get another appointment since he's just taking your money. I hadn't thought of that. Um, he's wow, a very, very, very nice man. So I would say no. Okay. I, I know ophthalmologists and optometrists have a good, like that they serve a good purpose. They, they do do good work. They help people. I question some of these optometrists that I've been to and that people in my family have been to that they seem to be like on the, I don't want anybody to take this the wrong way. I kind of put them in with chiropractors. Oh Mm -hmm. my. Where it's kind of like, I'm not a hundred percent sure what they're doing is real medicine. Like ophthalmologist. (laughs) Yes. Optometrist is basically, you know, let me check. Let me, is it a or B a or B that's, that's the optometrist. Ophthalmologist is the like actual eye doctor. The me. health of the eye. Yes. Okay, you've already insulted the state of Massachusetts and <laughs> ophthalmology and chiropractic. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm not, this is not me speaking. This is, you know, I'm asking questions. Okay, what do you mean, first of all, by A, is it A or B? When they put the little things in, your, like the little different flip things where okay, you're looking through Okay, he did that for me, this yeah, ophthalmologist. Goes, okay, one or two, one or two, yep. A or B, A yep. or B. That's, that's kind of... That's that's what they all do because they tr- they're trying to see they're trying to narrow it down where your vision right. But like, I thought you said that you was only right. optometrists that do that. No, both will do that. Okay, but so that I got that's the all the optometrist does is what I'm saying. Oh, uh, okay. Well, this guy did the full the full thing because I hadn't had it done in like ten years. Yep. And he put the he dilated my eyes. That was funky. Yeah, it's crazy. Because my I couldn't see anything on my phone at all. It was blurry. All I could see was in front of me to drive home. So I wanted to see what my eyes looked like dilated, but I couldn't mm-hmm. see. So I just took a selfie for later. Oh, that's a good idea. And oh my, that was bad. That was it's bad news. Scary. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you have blue eyes, right? I have blue eyes. Yeah. So yeah, lighter eyes. They look even crazier. Yeah. Dilated, you, you look totally insane. I, yeah. I I don't think I'll send that picture out to the into the world, but I will tell you that I did have multiple requests for the lump re- extracted from the Hall of Famer's armpit. Because people are nuts. Yeah, Wait, yeah they wanted uh, to see it. Where do you okay, stand so on this, Claire? Picture. Well, so so you had multiple requests for a picture of the yes. lump, not the yes. lump. Okay, no, no. Yes, for the picture. Yeah, if somebody actually asked you for the lump, like in a mason jar, you need to report them to the, the FBI. Yeah. They're they're hoarding some people in their freezer in their basement. I got to tell you, I from my perspective, I get totally skeeved out when people post pictures of things on Facebook uh, of yes. medical situations. And I... I will admit that in the past I have done the same, you know, you have like a swollen ankle or something, you know, and, but I, but man, things really skeed me out. (laughs) And there are some things that I think, what on earth possessed you to put a picture of this up? (laughs) Yes, that was my thought exactly. Well, and plus you're not warned about things, you know, you're scrolling through your newsfeed and there's a cute picture of a puppy and there's, you know, (laughs) there's a funny joke and and there's a, a meme of this and that. And then all of a sudden you've got this 
festering pustule of something. Oh. And it's like, yeah. oh, my God, get that off my screen. You've so, given me yet another reason not to be on Facebook. Oh, <laughs> yes. man, I'll tell you. Yeah, that's nasty so, stuff. Um, I had two thoughts. One, I can't remember. And- <laughs> I'm sorry. I went on too long. Well, you're <laughs> no, getting no, no. older now. And I am change. getting older. <laughs> but the second thought was, oh, my first thought was I was surprised to hear you get skeeved out by even like a swollen ankle oh well no there's not so much a swollen ankle but you know things that are more severe Uh, than that i was just saying that at at times i know that i have posted things such as you know a swollen ankle i certainly hope i've never posted something that was like an open wound well i I will say this too some people might get messed up by seeing a swollen ankle or a foot if they're averse to seeing people's feet yes yes and if it's like some malformed or just slightly off right regular foot it they could be like whoa this is so if it's if that's their thing like one of my things is i think we talked about last week when my immediate family members bleed and the other thing is like armpits yes which is where the lump came from from the whole thing and so (laughs) so you did right you warned me you typed in the thing so i never i have yet to see it i haven't yeah well well, if you don't want to don't (laughs) so claire if you don't know i last i sent jason and jason's wife uh again sorry jason's wife um Heard I your wrote, apologies last week. I texted mm-hmm. it. I did not put it on any large media platform. I texted right. it privately, which I, yeah. I don't which think I have better than ever done something yeah. like posted something public like that. Yeah. Yeah. I would hope the Hall of Famer would have been like, nah, you ain't posted that on social media if you, if you tried <laughs> She to. would not have let me. She didn't even want me to take a picture of it, but I'm in the medical <laughs> field and that's what I do. Right. Yeah. So... Anyway, I, I'm wondering if anybody has, and he did tell me to get 1.0 readers, but he told me to get some better quality that I bought, than I bought, the um, three uh, for $15. <laughs> I wonder where you've heard that before. Yeah, <laughs> but he told me I didn't need any progressives or anything like that. I just needed to oh, find a better quality 25 to $40 range. So if anybody listening has a, a recommendation for a good quality pair of readers that come in 1.0, because... Uh, what I found on the internet is not a lot of them do. Yeah, that's the let problem, me know the one point That's because they're. I mean, I see a lot of one two five to like two point seven five whenever I go look because I check because I really need the one as well. Mm-hmm. Even though the ophthalmologist that I went to said you don't need any, I definitely it helps me see things up close uh, to have them. Yeah. But the 1.25s are just too much. Just a little too much. It gives me a headache after a while. That's what happened to me. He told me I could use the 1.25, and this might, you know, might go fall into your theory. He told me I could <laughs> use the 1.25 if I wanted, but I came home and used them because I had a headache already from the whole eye exam and being dilated. Mm-hmm. And, man, I had a terrible headache again. So 1.25 doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it does take a... It took me a couple of weeks to get used to wearing them regularly. And mm-hmm. like I said, even though he said you don't need the progressives, that really helped me to wear them longer without getting a headache. Because you don't think about how often you're like looking, if you're like at the computer or on your phone, you don't think how often your eyes are, you know, focusing on something that's not right in front of you. And mm-hmm. if you have those that are not progressives on and you have that and you look farther away, it, that will mess your, that messes with me more than just having the progressives. 
it took me like a week of wearing the progressives to get used to them, but it really helped. So that like if I'm looking down at the keyboard, it's right, and if I look you know up mid range through the middle uh, at the computer screen, it's right, and if I have to look across the room, I look at the top, and it's almost no magnification on the one point two fives. So it's 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 actually it's takes a while to get used to where to look, but then it becomes natural after about a week or so. And it it that those are the ones I have to use now if I'm going to use them. Because your eyes have adapted. See, you're falling right into this ophthalmologist's plan. Yeah. Well, did you did you go to an did you go to an ophthalmologist or an optometrist? That's I had to go to the ophthalmologist because the yeah, optometrist was booked out through April. Yeah, that's the optometrist is the one I'm like I don't know about them. Oh, I if thought you were there's going an the optometrist, other way. I'm I'm joking, but you know I'm not joking. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them, it's like any profession, any level. You have some people who are good and are in it for the right reasons and who will always try to help you. And you have some people who are absolutely just trying to make money. And if they have to rip you off to do that, whether it damages your eyes or not or whatever body part they're working on or whatever, you know, if they're repairing a roof on your house, speaking of which. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> you have, there's, there's people who are out to do good in that. And there are people who are out to make money. And the way they make money is have you pay them to do the repair knowing that uh, in about six months to two years, they're going to have to have this repaired again. And I'm going to set it up to make sure of that. And they'll call me back. Sure. You're talking about the human race, I think in general, <laughs> yes, but people. also this is the, my furnace thing where the guy came and checked my furnace as a tune up and three weeks later, mm-hmm. the whole thing broke. I mm-hmm. will, I continue to think that he, I don't think he did anything to it, but I think the tinkering wrecked it. Yeah, it just was doing just fine. It. Yeah. You get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying, yes. But I'm not going to attack chiropractors or optometrists. <laughs> or the state of Massachusetts. Uh, well, at least not now. I can wait. Not yet. I do have, I have a little story, if we have time and we can review here, to tell you something that happened this past week. Yeah. What else are we going to do? Okay. This, this is my like vulnerable moment where I, I come off as... Just I did something that I'm not proud of. So bear with me as I tell this story. And I want to know, you know, if what you guys might have done in that same situation. Gotcha. Um, so I went to Iowa this past weekend and I'm driving home from Iowa on Sunday morning. And it actually was at this time it was noon because I stopped at a Subway sandwich shop in a small town just over the Iowa border in Minnesota. So I'm standing in line. I'm waiting to order. There are a couple people ahead of me. And the man immediately ahead of me is talking with the men in front of him. So, so much that I'm assuming that this dude is with, they're all three together. But then the two men in front of him, they, they go to pay. And then the other guy's not talking to them anymore. So I, I didn't think anything of it. I'm just waiting. And then very suddenly, and I thought rather oddly, this man immediately in front of me turns to me and he just starts rapid firing questions at me. Um, so I got to let me see. He's, he's probably mid sixties. He's dressed very nicely. Like he might have just come from church. He looks like an extremely nice man. He's very nice man. He seems like it. And I, on the other hand, I'm wearing sweatpants and a sweatshirt and tennis shoes. My hair's not really done. I'm dressed super casually because that's how I dress when I go on a road trip. So, okay. Anyway, he turns to me suddenly and he, and the first thing he does is look me over head to toe. And he says, are you a runner then? You look like you're about to go for a run. And, but it was not in a condescending tone. It was very nice. This is how he was striking up conversation with me. Mm-hmm. 
And I said, no, I'm just dressing comfortably. And then he says, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then he, he, he then gives me another once-over, this time slower. And he stops on my tennis shoes. Oh, those are some nice tennis shoes you've got there then. And I said, thank you. <laughs> and then he said, are you from around here then? No, I said, no, I didn't figure that. I haven't seen you around. Then he proceeds to list a bunch of small towns in the area, guessing where I'm from. Are you from Marion? Are you from Yoda? Are you from? I'm like, no, I'm not really from anywhere near here. I'm just passing through. But he keeps guess he keeps throwing towns at me. And it's they said, oh, Are you from the Twin Cities? And I said, No. Oh, yeah, you're not from the <laughs> Twin Cities. So I don't know why he thought I w- couldn't qualify to be from the Twin Cities, but he did make that judgment. So finally, I decided. He's peppering me so much. I am not telling this man where I'm from. He can continue to guess if he wants to, which, first of all, I felt bad about that. Just tell the man where you're from and be done with it. So and then he was just so he kept asking me towns. And finally, it looked like they were ready for him to place his order. So I said, it looks like they're ready to take your order. And he and he did that for one second. And we realized they weren't ready. And he turns back to me. And I did. Then I did something that I've never done before. I pulled out my phone and pretended someone was calling me. <laughs> I, knew, I knew you were going to say oh my gosh. I answered the phone and I talked about, oh yeah, I'll do this. I'm at Subway getting a sandwich. And he watched me the whole time I was on the phone, like eavesdropping. Now he probably guessed that I, I don't know. I thought it was pretty real, but maybe he guessed that I was just made that phone call. But I felt really bad. It, he seemed like a very old man, or a very nice man, old man, but very nice man, Midwestern guy, just being nice. And this is how I treated him. So why why do I have to be so introverted? Why couldn't I just talk to the guy? So that's how I I, I just felt like he came on so strong. I was not prepared for it, and then my guard was up. So anyway, would you have pulled out your phone? And started pretending that somebody called you. Or would you maybe just tell the guy, yeah, I'm from this town and I'm I'm a runner sometimes or whatever. That was my story. I felt bad the rest of the day. Wow. Apparently I still feel bad. Yeah. You should. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I've never terrible. done that. I've never done that before. You don't really think that's terrible, do you, Jason? Yes. Oh, my he God. He creeped me out. He creeped me out. It was a no, little see, weird. I- First of all, I already think that you engaged with him far too long. <laughs> no, I'm just saying I'm just talking about the pulling out your phone part. No, I know. I know. But but I, I don't think that's I honestly don't think that's so bad. I, I had a feeling that eventually that's where you were going to go with this mm-hmm. um, because you're 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 far too nice to just like cut the guy off. You know, I could not find it in my heart. I wanted to, and I wanted to just be direct and say, but what am I going to say to him? What even would I say? Stop talking to me. No. Yeah. No, I, I understand that. Like I, I might've, I I probably would have just given in and told him where I lived, even if I, if I made it up. Um, yes, just to, just to yes that is the answer. Ding, 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 ding. You make up the craziest <laughs> stories and whatever he says about wherever you say you make up you're from, even if you have no idea what he's talking about, like you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that one. You know, what do you what do you remember about that? And whenever he says you, be, you jump in when you figure out where he's going, and you'd be like, oh, yeah. And then da, 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 and he's like, oh, yeah. Da, 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 da. And he thinks he's made some 
you know, yeah. pers- met oh, some person yeah, that knows I know what's Dr. going on. Richardson on Main Street. I've yeah. been going to him since I was four. Yeah. How yeah. do you think I do every conversation <laughs> in my entire life? I read the context of what the person is saying to me, and I go along with it, and I try to give them something to grab onto that makes them think they've had a real conversation. That's that's every conversation. I. That's how I do this podcast. What are you talking about? So. You do not I guess, need to feel bad about this. Well, about now, now oh, don't feel bad about it. I've learned from that. Maybe I, I'm not used to making up stories, but I did make up where, who I was talking to on the phone. So that's a start. Yes. yes. Well, what you could have done is said, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And, and just whatever he says you're from, say, yeah. Or, you know, or just say where you're from if you want to tell him. If it's, it's, you could have said, you know, I'm from Montana. Yeah. Yeah. And that wouldn't have been a lie. Technically, I just wish the phone had rung while you were speaking on it. That would have been great. <gasps> yes. You're right. That would have been awesome. Yes. Or not, <laughs> not at the time. Not at the time. But. No, that would have been well I mean, deserved. At the time. I know that's so what you funny. mean. Yeah. I think it'd be awesome, but not that. At that oh, moment. I see. I don't. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I think I was just so taken aback. I've never had someone just get in my face like that and really? continue to throw questions. No, I haven't really. I am, I am a magnet for this stuff. The <laughs> reason why I've adjusted to this over the years is because, you know, 30 years ago, I mean, since I've been a teenager, I've had this where people want to talk to me and tell me stuff and ask me a bunch of questions for whatever reason, strangers, wherever I go. And so now I just roll with it and I'm like, yeah, and I don't lie to them, but I'm nice because look, this guy... The, what you described, he could have been, you know, he's, it's basically my dad is what you've described. <laughs> yeah. He seemed very nice. He loves nice. talking to people. He's, you know, he, he dresses nice. He, he loves, you know, just having, make, striking up conversations with strangers. Now he's pretty good at reading. Okay. This person doesn't want to talk to me, mm-hmm. so I'll shut up. But he, this he'll talk to anybody anyway. No. Well, maybe he's lonely. Maybe his wife died last year and he's, you know, didn't have any family and he's, Went, no, like his said, wife just, was sitting in the car while he ordered the sandwich I saw. Oh, he told you that? No, I saw her after the fact. He took the sandwich out uh, and he told the person when he was ordering, now you don't have to cut the sandwich because my wife likes to cut it when we get home. So that's, you, <laughs> yeah. that's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, it, look, if my general rule on this is if you felt bad and you still feel bad, then you probably did something wrong. If you don't feel bad, you probably didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. I, I I guess I have been asked questions. I mean, I haven't been peppered in that way. I don't mind have you talking. Have been on to, an airplane next to somebody yeah, who does that? Yes, but we've had this conversation. I've had head. I have headphones in, and when I have headphones in, it, I I feel that's a universal sign not to talk to me. Yeah, I agree with that. I didn't have headphones in. I didn't think I needed headphones to go order a sandwich. And no. typically, I'll just look at my phone. And start, you know, just looking at my emails or whatever, and people get the point. But he was, I did that, and he wasn't getting it. So then I pretended that I got a phone call. I, I should have just told him. To, that to, to me is the me same alone. as talking to somebody who has the headphones in, faking the phone call. You know, you're not, it's not like you're on an airplane where you're going to be there for an hour or two or three or four. You're going to be in line for like five minutes. Just sit there and go, yeah, mm-hmm, sure. Yeah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That guy, yeah. Oh, so you're that. saying it's okay. I could. It's like I have headphones in. So now you're saying it's okay that I did that. No, I'm saying you picking, you faking the phone call is just as bad as the person who talks to you when you have headphones in. Oh, I thought you were saying it's the, the fact it's that the, I put the headphones the, it's the, in. It's the other end of that, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. No, because I'm not talking, I'm not bothering anybody else with faking the phone call. Well, you're bothering the guy who's trying to have the conversation. I don't care about that. That's one thing I don't feel bad about is bothering him. <laughs> well, then you should have just went, mm-hmm, yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I will say this. I have a different perspective on this because I am not a woman. Yeah, he freaked mm-hmm. me out the way and he was looking at me. And that has to be part of it, yeah, because look. His first question men, was, men can be am super I a creepy. runner? Yeah. That was his first How fast can you run? Away from me. Was he trying to see if he could catch you? (laughs) Yeah, probably. (laughs) He just, he he looked at me from head to toe very slowly twice. I didn't like it. Yeah, that is weird. So, yeah. So, yes, you have to take what I'm saying with, you know, you have to factor in my perspective into this. And from your perspective, I mean, I'm assuming that he was bigger than you. Yes. Knowing you. Um, So, yeah, that would, that would be weird. Because if. Somebody did that to Jason's wife somewhere, and I saw it, and I was like outside or across the room. I would walk over and be like, hey, you know, what's going on? Like, try to politely inject myself into the conversation. Mm -hmm. And if it continued, I'd be like, what's the problem? So it's, yes, I understand that. Yeah, he was probably harmless, but I I did feel creeped out from the get-go. So I think that's why I reacted the way I reacted. And that's also why that I'm like, sense. I'm not telling this guy where I'm from. Yeah. And in that case, if it is you feel super awkward or vulnerable in the situation or like this could go bad, anything is fair game at that point. Yeah. And you know what I've started to feel like when I'm getting in, I never felt this way, but I think just maybe getting older and seeing how our world is right now getting in elevators when it's just me and another guy that creeps me out now when I'm, it's just one person and another dude. That's not very nice of me. Cause I'm just assuming that I'm going to get, um, you know, attacked or something. Abducted, it makes me, yeah. it makes me scared to go in an elevator with one other guy nowadays. I don't know where well, that you, comes from. You know, me on this situation. Yeah. I, if I get in an elevator and there's only other one person in there, I got my back to the wall and I'm watching them. I'm watching them out of the corner of my eye. Yeah, well, if that's I go why in a I restaurant, always stand I'm in a sitting against elevator. the wall where yeah. I can see the door and I'm watching everybody that comes in. And I always have part of my mind is observing the room, even if I'm having a conversation with somebody. Yeah, you and I so do I the same that. thing, but I don't, I don't plan the next move. You do. I just sit there and hope nothing happens. I just hope <laughs> yeah. that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch whatever happens to me instead of I'm not going to be surprised. You're not surprising me, buddy. Yeah. That's how I am. I don't plan the next move with my fork or whatever. <laughs> well, yeah, I hope nothing happens, but I'm always, I always got at least one step down the road of, okay, if something does happen, here's what I'm going to try. Not that it's going to work, but I'm at least going to try. <laughs> yeah. Because they may have thought, you know, even further down the road than me if they're planning on doing something. That's just a whole lot of planning I cannot get behind. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were good at helping people organize and plan. <laughs> well, yeah, but not that's the thing. I help other people do that. I don't oh, do that for not. myself. <laughs> yes. It's well, a, you, that's just a waste of, of brain energy. It's like, okay, this thing that may happen is never going to happen. So why bother? That's, <laughs> well, you, that's you, pretty much my life is dealing with the, <laughs> what, are the possi- what are the hundreds of possibilities that could branch off of this? Let me explore and think about every single one of these things. Oh, well, I ended up getting nothing done. Yeah, that's no, what I, I do. Yeah, I just lie down and take a nap. Yeah. yeah. I, that's, a good, that's a good plan. Well, you've taught me a valuable lesson so that 
next time this occurs, that's what really what vulnerability is about. I want to learn something. I've done, I've been made myself vulnerable, made myself look awful, and now I'm learning that I can just make up a story instead of making up a phone call. Just make up an entire story of where I'm mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, and right. he, and he, see, then at that point, you get what you need out of it, which is to avoid giving away too much information and feeling weird in the conversation. Uh-huh. Because you turn it back on him at that point. But he also, he, you also give the other person what they need because they just want to talk to people. They just want to be social. And I mean, it is weird that he was doing that with his wife in the car. Yeah, I just, I still think he was a harmless, friendly guy, but it was kind of weird the way he was approaching it. So I think what happened was he was talking the ears off of the gentleman in front of him. And as soon as they walked away from the counter, his head went on a swivel. And he said, so are you a runner then? And it was just like, boom, 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 asking everybody (laughs) questions. Looking for the next person. Yeah. It it almost seemed like he was the subway greeter, to be honest. Like, oh, Walmart (laughs) has greeters. That's what it felt like. Maybe that's the job he needs. Maybe he needs. Maybe he does. Maybe if he's retired, he needs that. He needs something to do. He needs to be working like one of those places like Walmart where they have a greeter. Yes, maybe so. What were you going to say, Claire? I was just going to say, Jason, you and I should send KJ pictures from like, you know, our houses or, you know, our pets or, you know, just things that do not belong to her that she can keep on her phone and be like, yeah, this is my house. (laughs) That's a good idea. My cat. Very good idea. (laughs) So you'll plan this out and you'll have all this stuff ready to go and then it will never happen. Right. It it (laughs) probably not not in. I hope it doesn't actually in that way. I don't mind it when people talk to me normally, but the way this dude did it did not feel normal. Mm hmm. And yeah, I do, sense. just like you, Jason, it does seem like people will, I think that's pretty normal for a lot of people, that people will just start talking to you about stuff, especially at my job. They will just go on and on about their lives to me at my job. Well, they're all old people for the most part. <laughs> well, <laughs> even, even when I worked with, you know, general population, they did. Yeah. When Which I so find. When I Speaking go to that, like a hairdresser quicker. or something, I yes. just hate. I want. Yes. I so want to say to them, please I don't talk it. to me. Yes. Don't, like no, nothing. Don't don't ask me where I live. Don't I know. Talk about the weather. I I want to tell yes. them. I just want to start by saying, okay, I'm not married. I have no kids. I have two cats. <laughs> I I'm boring. You don't want to know yeah. about my life. It is, this this is everything you need to know now. Shut up and cut my hair like that. Yes. Oh. Yes. And that, to be honest, that was That's my exactly thought. That's exactly what I was going to say. I didn't expect to have anybody talk to me in Subway besides the person ordering the food. And yes, that's what I wanted. It was like artist. the hairdresser situation. Just go in and get your food. And the worst scenario for that is the dentist. Stop talking to me while you got <laughs> instruments in my mouth. Just just clean the teeth. You know I what? have a pretty I good dentist, really... I guess, because my dentist doesn't talk to me like that. Well, that's I nice. should try it with a hairdresser sometime and just because I'll you know what? I'll bet you that there are hairdressers out there who would love to be told, don't talk to me, because I'll yes. bet that tons of them feel pressure to talk. I'm when sure they, they do. They really don't want to because yeah, they feel like I... they have to be friendly. It's the most contrived, awkward, forced conversation, yes. the stuff that they ask. Because, I mean, I go to, like, Supercuts or, you know, just one of these regular, because, I mean, it's, I mean, I could almost cut my own hair. You're just trimming, you know, an inch yeah. or two off the ends every now and then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you get a different person every time. Yes. Same, and repeating is, the same conversation every time. This last woman, I mean, a couple of times ago, this is like six months ago, I, I got a, a lady who was, you know, nice and asking genuine questions, and she was actually, like, funny, and mm-hmm. she was fine. And after, like, a minute or two, she realized I wasn't really, you know, you know, egging on the conversation. So she got the, she got it and she was like, oh, we're cool. And it was cool. Yeah. It was totally great. 
This oh, last that's time, nice. I got this woman who I think was new because they were kind of like showing her how to use the register and showing her like where the tools and stuff were and like the, the, all the stuff in the drawers and everything at the station. Mm-hmm. And so we got over there and she talked the entire time and she took forever. <laughs> and she was probably 10 to 15 years older than me. So I'm thinking this is like she took this like as she had retired from whatever she was doing and she's uh-huh. going back to second career type of thing. She would not stop talking to me and asking me questions about just whatever. And everything I said, she's like, oh, do you do like radio work and blah, 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 because your voice. And I'm like, no, I don't do anything. <laughs> did she? Was, and she kept on. Did she look up, look you down from head to toe and ask you if you were a runner by chance? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> Uh, she did ask me multiple times if I was a musician. I mean, just because of your long I hair. Answered her, yeah. That's, is that so, yeah, why? So. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. You well, know, this I either is... get musician or drug dealer. That's the two <laughs> <laughs> career choices that I get. Oh, this has been enlightening asking. for me. Now I know I can just make up an entire story. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the beauty of the strange that we'll never see up, again. The funny thing is that it was wrong for me to, Jason said it's wrong for me to make up the phone call, but it's not wrong for me to make up an entire story. Right. I like that. Because yeah. look, here's the difference. With the, sto- with the phone call, you're, being, you're shutting that guy down and you're being selfish. Yeah. With the story, you're engaging in the conversation with him and he didn't know any difference. And honestly, most of the time, those people that are like, I have to have a conversation with somebody. They would rather have some crazy, interesting story that you make up to tell than than care if it's the actual truth or not. Because what they're going to do is go to he's going to go back to his wife and the other people. And look, I know this because I grew up with my dad (laughs) and this is how he is. And I love my dad. He is a raconteur to the extreme. So he's always out there telling stories. And look, as he gets older, he's told me the same story like eight times the last seven or eight times he's been here. Mm-hmm. And it's, so it's the same two or three stories over and over. So he's always looking for like interesting people to meet and crazy stories that he can tell. And he does a great job of telling stories. I mean, that is one thing that he, it's his gift of, you know, making people laugh and entertaining people. He's the life of the party. He can tell crazy stories and he's always everywhere we go. He knows somebody or somebody recognizes him. Mm-hmm. And so he loves to tell stories. He doesn't actually care, honestly, deep down if it's true or not, he's going to embellish it and throw on the hyperbole so that the story is crazier than it actually is. As long as it's rooted in some truth, he's going to tell some crazy story and make it more interesting. So if you make up a story and give them something interesting to tell, that's what that guy cares about is the interaction and the conversation and then being able to tell some crazy story next time he meets somebody else. I, I don't, I don't know. That's how my dad is too. That's why mm-hmm. he, I've gone the other way than, than my dad. <laughs> My entire life was him telling the same story to everyone we met. And so I oh, would yeah. sit in the corner and just say, can we please leave now? <laughs> yes. And you can tell when you're in that situation, you can tell when the person that's being told the story absolutely. doesn't really care. They just yeah. want the story to be over. <laughs> yeah, it's, absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know that me wanting to pull out my phone was being selfish to not talk to him, but... You can think that if you want. I just was uncomfortable. Well, I'm saying as opposed to make that's the differentiation yeah. between that and making up a story because we making up the story you're engaging with him. Yeah, but that's not really my duty in life to engage with strangers. Mm. Get along with people. I mean, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I'll make up a story next time. 
why do you think I ever talk to anybody? I feel like I'm supposed to. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what Claire was saying. I would. I don't want to sit in a. I don't want you to talk to me, hairdresser. That's for sure. Now that is, I'm going somewhere where they have got me captive. I cannot. Yes. It's not going to be five minutes. I mean, with me, it's not much more than five minutes because it doesn't take long to cut my hair. This woman took twenty minutes, and it <laughs> just just look just that this is, and it's every single one of them I've ever been to. Probably 95% of them feel like they have to get some, you know, dragged out some conversation with you. So that's what I don't understand. Is that what they teach them? Like, is that part of the certification to be a, uh, what would you call it? What's that certification? Uh, Cosmetologist. Cosmetologist. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, is that like something that they teach them? Like, you have to interact with your customers and you have to, your client, and you have to be on a, you know, start a personal relationship with them because it's the same as realtors putting their faces on stuff. <laughs> I don't understand it. I mean, and it's long, too long gone for me to even complain about it anymore. So hairdressers talking to you, feeling like they have to force a conversation and realtors feeling like they have to have their face on whatever, literally everything they give you. You know what companies should do for people like us? They should actually advertise. I'll cut your hair and I won't talk to you. Yeah. Yes. And see how many yes. people would come in. Mm-hmm. If there was a place around here that loaded. was like that, that was cheap, I would go. Yeah, that yeah. was like the same as with ten, fifteen dollars at Supercuts or whatever. It's not Supercuts, but it's one of those chain great mm-hmm. clips or something like that. I think it, it has to be the Super Sports one, doesn't it, Jason? That one I will never. Go to. You mean <laughs> the Hooters of haircuts? Yeah, I will never, never go to one of those. Oh yeah, sports clips. Sports those, clips. Sports clips. <laughs> that is insulting to me as a man. It's insulting to me to think that's what I'm all about. You don't want to watch sports? Well, maybe you don't have to talk. Then you can just watch. I have no idea what goes on in there. I'm assuming it's they just have sports on TV. Well, it's, look, and they put the women in. They hire a specific um Oh, like a Hooter type, type person? Yes, oh. most of them. I've never actually been in one either. Oh, but. Okay. I know people have gone and they say it's basically the same thing. It's oh, okay. and they wear like the super tight clothes and they're li- they go above and beyond to lean over you and do stuff like that. And that is look really okay. I hadn't heard don't, that. Don't don't yeah don't yeah, no. I I am look. This may just be be people that I know that have had this had a specific you know circumstance, mm-hmm. but I've heard multiple people be like, yeah, it was weird. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm going to those. And so there might be people out there that work at those that are great and awesome. So. I'm not saying it's all of them. I'm saying what I've heard from a couple uh-huh. of my friends is, yeah, you probably don't want that. Probably not for you. And I'm like, that is definitely not for me. Okay. All right. <laughs> it's well, insulting. That's a good place to get out of here on that one. Sports and boobs. Yes, it's time to pronounce some stuff. Well, actually, this stuff. is this is kind of a mixture of words to pronounce, but then just some words that sort of strike me as not really words, or that maybe they are words, but they bother me. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So, what you're saying is this is just this is a segment where we talk about stuff. We talk about stuff that okay. are words. We talk about words. Okay, words, words and stuff, stuff and words. 
So the first one doesn't really bother me, but it does really bother someone in my family. So the first one, is it a word or not a word? (laughs) You're going to make me make up a story already. You're going to start listing brother. So so I'm I'm not going to say where you're from. I'm going to say, so which member of your family? Was it your sister-in-law, your girlfriend, your, uh, your, your brother's would be your girlfriend-in-law, your brother's girlfriend, your brother-in-law's girlfriend. Um, brother-in-law's girlfriend. Is that an no, actual? No. Um, stepbrother's <laughs> girlfriend, maybe might Ste- be a good yeah. guess. Step-girlfriend-in-law. Um. <laughs> Step-brother's yeah, step-girlfriend-in-law. That's the one. Uncle's nephew's uncle. A member of a uh, uh, former an alumnus of RISD. Oh, okay. I know exactly what you're talking about. Okay. All right. So here's the word. I am P A C T F U L. Um, impactful. Is that what you said? Impactful. Yes. Yeah. Is this a word or not a word? Do we know? Um, I think it's an actual word. I think it's a word. I would agree. Does yes, it I'm bother anybody except? You, oh no! Don't ask right... me on this. Well, I thought you were very good at, at grammar and words, words and stuff, stuff yeah, and words. I'm all right. I yeah. think you're 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 better than me. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I definitely. It's better I... than I, Jason. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. So impactful. Does this word bother you at all, Claire? No. Okay. It doesn't have a major effect on me either. I think it bothers the person that I mentioned because more in the situation where the one person that was using it a ton for everything. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I just felt that was really impactful for me. Uh, just was it on their like word of the day calendar? It must have been. Well, they were using it a lot. But yeah, see, actually, that... six months worth of impactful. Oh wow! See, any any word that's overused will bother me. Like if mm-hmm. it's not a common word, and somebody like, says literally, <laughs> literally, yes. <laughs> uh, not only overused, but also for me, when a simpler word will do, yes. but you put a more complicated word in, I just find that annoying. Yes, oh, uh-huh. I find that, that bothersome. that's what my my mom used to be an english teacher and when i would do some creative writing in high school or whatever she'd read it and she said she'd say you know you can you don't have to be so fancy here let's just change this wording she just always go for the simpler Mm -hmm. simpler explanation yes that is very discommodious or vexatious (laughs) to me as well (laughs) i get all my vocabulary from rob berg so Take that for what it's worth. Okay. Well, the next word. Also, I have used this word. So I can't say that it bothers me very a lot, but I know that it bothers other people. Okay. P-O-S-I-T-I-V-I-T-Y. Claire, you want to go for this one? Well, I mean, positivity in general bothers me, but the word itself <laughs> does not bother Boom, me. Boom, that is the correct answer. Over positivity, yes. Fake positivity bothers me a lot. I'm not, I'm not bothered by the word. Fake positivity is worse than just positivity, though. Oh, 100%. I mean, if you're being right. genuine with your positive energy. Well, that can also be cheerleaderly yeah. annoying. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. I guess when I think of be yeah. real is what I'm saying. Yeah, when I think of being positive, I think of just having a positive outlook on life, not necessarily cheerleady. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's yeah, that's fair. I'm talking about the overly bubbly to the extreme. 
personality grates on me after a while. Yeah. Because I'm generally, a- you know, more melancholy. I'm I'm a I'm a realist. I'm very much down the middle of you should be happy. You should be always try to be positive and joyful in looking at things, but you cannot be, you know, effervescently happy all the time. Mm-hmm. You can be joyful without being happy. That's two different things. Mm-hmm. I'm just stuck on the word melancholy. Yeah. Are you not? I, I, I would say you were also pretty much down the middle. I am. Uh, yes. For the most part. Yeah. You have a problem with the word melancholy? No, I was just going back to the fact that we were talking about using more simple word and then you lose <laughs> melancholy. Well, that's the, that's the perfect word for that. Yeah. But I, I think of melancholy as having a very specific meaning that other words can't necessarily capture. Very good. Very good. I will say that my vocabulary is so large, I can't even put it into the words most of the time. Ah, uh-huh. I see what you did there. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just trying to stay positivity. Oh, that, did I use it right? You nailed it. That was okay. exactly the way mm-hmm. it's supposed to be used. Okay, now the next word is more of just a pronunciation. Mm-hmm. But you can say if you don't like the word. Um, T-H-E-S. P I A N. Oh, I like how you emphasize the P. Mm-hmm. You, I gave it away then, didn't I? That a was a very bit. good pronunciation of that P right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hear a lot of people pronounce this with a B. Yes. Thespian. Thespian. That sounds like another word to me. Yes, it does. Yes. Thes- okay. It's thespian or thespian. I'm okay thespian. with thespian or thespian, but don't say thespian. No. Mm-hmm. This is a word where you almost have to steer into what the word describes in order to pronounce it correctly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, have to, you have to give it a little bit of You have acting. to give it a little Brilliant. acting. Yeah. yeah. I like those words. It's, it's very onomatopoeia-ish. And I'll bet that a lot of people who have not seen it spelled but only heard it used probably believe that it is spelled with a B because so many people mispronounce it. See, Probably. I haven't heard this. Is this a, like a Northern thing? That is not, I mean, honest, I, let me just be honest. Not a lot of people in the South use the word thespian. <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't heard that very much. Oh, yeah. I hear it all the time. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. In so much as I've heard people use the word right. thespian. It's not yeah. terribly common. No. Yeah. Sure. Actor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. Actor. Okay. The next word is more of a, I do think it's a word. I think all these are words, but this is one that I yeah, don't. So far, three for three okay. actual words. C O N V E R S A T E. Conversate. I don't like that at all. I'm not. I, if I, <laughs> I don't either. If you put a gun to my head, I would say it's not a word, but I might be incorrect about that. I believe it is a word. There, there's another word like this that I think is also a word commentate. But I like comment. But they right. talk about people who are, you know, on TV commentators, but true. Comment- As opposed to commenters. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Commentate is what well, like this commentate and conversator in the same mm-hmm. boat. I will me. say I'll say this. I feel like a commenter is someone who is like on YouTube making a comment. Okay. Uh, a commentator is someone who is like calling a football game. Mm-hmm. Like it's that's their what job. I think of. Yes. Yeah. So that's how it, I don't know if that's the actual, but that's in my mind. I don't know if that's the actual denotation, but that's the connotation to me. Mm-hmm. So when we're conversating about commentators, 
the connotation to me is that it's different from commenters. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, are we allowed to look things up while we're uh, recording here? I mean, you do. There are no, there are no rules. <laughs> <laughs> we're not taking a quiz, and even in a quiz, there's still we really don't follow the rules. Right. We don't so, look things but up. In we the quiz, don't but, look yeah. things up in the quiz, but we have done that right. before. Jason will bring out the his loud keyboard that I refer to as the clickety clack. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And yeah. and I can tell when he's looking something up. Yeah. So please and, look it up. You're going to look up if conversates a word. Yes, and I and I was wrong. It, 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 it you know, if if I did have that gun to my head, I would have been wrong. It is a word. It is Merriam-Webster describes it as non-standard, but ah, it's so like first, it's an informal usage. Its first known usage was in 1811. Whoa! Yeah, yeah, right. interesting. And I think says, you'll go ahead. Sorry, it, it it just simply says that it's another version of converse. So I I much prefer converse. So Uh when I think of conversate, I think of somebody who's trying to put on an affectation when they're speaking, like let's go over there and conversate Yes. Mm -hmm. instead Mm -hmm. of let's converse or have a conversation. I would say have a conversation. It's yeah. Or converse. I wouldn't even use converse. I would say, let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Actually, I would say, let's talk. Yeah. 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 So I bet you, if you looked up positivity and impactful, you'd also find that they're words. Oh yeah. Okay. The next Word yeah, I'm sure those are words. Is P-R-I-D-E-F-U-L. Mm-hmm. Also a word. Mm-hmm. It is a word. Prideful. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't bother me as much as conversate. but And I have used prideful. I've never said conversate. I have said prideful. Mm-hmm. But I don't remember that being all that common until recent years. Have you heard people say prideful your whole lives or? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What about I mean, proud? Isn't proud? Um, I think, I don't know if this is actually true, but this is me growing up, my experience, what people mean when they say the different word. Proud is more, proud has more of a positive connotation to it. I'd agree with that. And prideful mm-hmm. is more of a negative. Prideful is that person is arrogant. Proud yeah. is their they have a confidence that is good. It could be bordering on getting them in trouble mm-hmm. and veering into prideful, but proud is more of a positive thing. Like, I'm proud of my feel... kids. I'm not prideful of them. Yeah, yeah. I also okay, so you, feel okay. like you wouldn't be prideful about something that other people did. Like you'd be prideful mostly about yourself. That Yeah, I definitely. Yeah, I can see that. Too. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's more... <coughs> Excuse me. It's more closer to arrogance. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Prideful okay. definitely leaning towards arrogance. I would say that it's actually, I would use prideful and arrogant as the, in the same, I would, you know, flip flop those words, interject those words in different, in the same conversation, same sentences, same mm-hmm. meaning. Okay. Well, then I'm okay with that. I'm very prideful about that. <laughs> very prideful that I understand that now. No, no. Um, <laughs> no, I'm we, being uh, arrogant. Um, I'm being arrogant. Uh, okay. I'm glad that you can't recognize when I'm being arrogant. <laughs> you got to work okay. on that. Yeah. And the final word comes from Brendan in Jersey. At hey, Brendan, Brendan in Jersey. T-I-M. This is actually a pronunciation. This do is a word. Do not spell Timberlake. Do not. <laughs> do not. T-I- I'm not falling for this. T I M B E R L A K E. T I M B R E. Timbre. Tam- I well, I would have said timbre. <laughs> I would say timber, actually. When it depends. But I've heard both. 
if I when I when I just look at the word, I say timbre. But if I'm reading it, if I'm reading it in a sentence or something, I will say timbre. <laughs> no, oh, wow. I, no, I would not say timbre. Yes. <laughs> I would say timber, like in the tree falling down. Same, yes. same sound. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a phone. Yeah, but yeah. No, uh, I've heard timbre and timber. I wonder but where timbre comes from. No, I've never heard anybody say timbre <laughs> that was not joking. It's kind of like when I read Harry Potter, I always wrote read to myself Hermione until the movie came out and it was Hermione. Well, that, that makes more sense to me. Timbre. Just add a little rolling R and <laughs> it's more fancy. I've been, watching, <laughs> it's, I've been watching The Office again, rewatching it for like the third time. And I just mm-hmm. got to the episodes where they are bought by Saber. <laughs> Sabre. And they, Sabre. they're pronouncing it Sabre. <laughs> and Andy yeah. and what's her face, Aaron, are making up, they're doing the song to welcome Saber. And they're yeah. like, they're the singing Barbie it. It's a USA jingle. Song. Yeah, yeah, and it, and then they and they they cannot make their minds not say sabre because it rhymes. It's the same phrasing and you know sound as the song. <laughs> that's a good one. That's funny. Yeah, that's what I mean. Timbre or you know how people say Target for Target. Mm-hmm. They're all joking though. I know they are, and I know when I'm reading it, it's not Timbre, but that's what my mouth does when I read. My my mouth. I don't. Never mind. Your brain you mouth. Read with your my mouth. brain mouth. Thank you. My brain mouth says timbre, <laughs> but I know it's it's timbre, is really how you this say. Is, it. My brain is confused by brain mouth. I am. <laughs> I, I, I'm stuck on this. And what it's reminded me of is I had a story. I may have to cut this out because I I have to ask this person if I can tell this story on the podcast <laughs> or not. Um, it's not anybody that's related to me. It's a friend of mine. We 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 were at a band rehearsal a few weeks ago. And one of the other ladies brought in um, a friend of hers who um, is hearing impaired and they were doing sign language. And so um, she, this, this other friend of mine who came to, you know, hang out with us at the rehearsal, she's like, she knows sign language. She, and she does interpretations, but she, you know, I mean, she's, you know, she, she doesn't have any hearing problems. Um, and so she's interpreting for the lady who's deaf and like, you know, introducing her to all of us and introducing us to her. And this other girl that's in the band with me, my friend who is a big goofball says, Hey, can you teach me some sign language? Like, can you teach me how to say hello in sign language? (laughs) And the woman just looked at her for like three seconds and then just waved (laughs) and was like, are you kidding me? And this, and the, my friend was being genuine. She wasn't trying to like make fun of her at all, but it came across like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so when I heard brain mouth, I was like, that made me remind me of that story for some reason. Yeah. Well, I think Claire was, Claire came up with brain mouth, which I totally understand. Cause when I'm reading, I don't actually move my mouth and read. Right. It's just the but voice you're talking to your yourself. I would say head. voice inside my head. Yes, yeah. not brain mouth. <laughs> well, the only reason I said brain mouth is because she I said know. mouth. And yes. I, but then she started to backtrack because she realized it sounded like she moved her lips. And I yeah. was yes. clarifying. No, yeah, you said mouth when you meant voice. Mouth. And yeah, we're translating for each other. That's yeah, what we're running Yeah, Claire was for. totally on the same page as I was. She knew where I was going. Brain well, I knew mouth where you were excellent. going. It was just making me go. My brain was going. My brain brain was going. What does brain mouth mean? Okay. Jason, you started to 
say, I think, why why is timbre pronounced timbre? And it's probably mm-hmm. it harkens to the it probably harkens to the French. Ah, uh, yes. That's no, that's timbre. <laughs> Sabre, timbre. Right. What are some other words like that? I'm trying to think. Um, that were that look. I mean, I know you like got like stuff like tsunami and stuff like that, where you know, Penelope, Penelope with the T, same thing. Um, Penelope with a T. Yeah. This, this, I is some, this is some inside joke. I don't know. That's even know way that inside. <laughs> <laughs> Jason's wife will get that one. Okay. But yeah, like there's there's a lot of words like that. Um, it's just English is weird. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's almost like it was it was devised to keep anybody who didn't grow up speaking it ever mm-hmm. able to understand it. It's like right. a secret code language. Mm-hmm. So when you say Penelope with the T, it reminds me of what my dad would always say when he would introduce me to people and he they would ask how to spell my name. Uh-huh. And, you know, they have the KJ and he would say, oh, the J is silent like the P in swimming. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I like your dad. <laughs> He's full of dad jokes, but yeah, he would say that with any type of, you know, word that letter that was silent, but J is silent. I, I don't go by Kajurston. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Which would you would be surprised strange. as to how many people have actually like roll call in school. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Kajurston? Any other. Oh, yeah. Kajurston. I don't understand how that, how you, I guess you're just sounding it out. Yeah, I guess they say timbre. I bet they do. Any other words? I don't have any other words. Anybody else? Uh-uh. Okay. I have no more words. <laughs> <laughs> I thought your vocabulary was so large. <laughs> I can't fit it into words sometimes. Okay. All right. Words escape me. <laughs> Do we have a guest on the show this week? Answer no or yes, it's a binary thing. Do we have a guest? Do we have a guest? Answer no or yes. Um, yeah, she's been with us for the whole show. Can we move on now, please? Hey, it's feedback time. I mean, not now. When we recorded this was feedback time. Or... Anytime you want to send us feedback, that could be feedback time. At Speak Tangents on Twitter or I think Speaking of Tangents podcast at gmail.com for emails. Do we have any feedback from our whatever we're calling it this week? Yes, we do. And we, we actually have more than one feedback this week. We have feedbacks. Feeds backs. Okay. All right. So the first few are in response to my decluttering of my closet when I was talking specifically about the socks and how you're supposed to respect your socks. And we went on about socks for a while. Oh, this is the uh, Marie Calendar. Not Marie Calendar. Marie. Whatever her name is. Condo. Condo, I think. (laughs) Marie Condominium. (laughs) Yeah. So. James Cunningham at James IV 1978 says, as someone who works outside every day, socks are the second most important article of clothing I wear, exclamation point. I have to have my feet taken care of, exclamation point. I cannot allow you to disparage socks for exclamation points. I wasn't disparaging socks. You were just saying that they're not important. 
No, I'm saying if you if you feel like you're mistreating your socks by rolling them into a ball, you're mistreating yeah. them more by cramming your feet into them for an entire day right. working outside. Right. Yes. So um, socks are good. Socks are necessary. I value socks. I, I am the person who cannot walk around barefoot. Even in my own house, I'm wearing socks and shoes at all times. I get up out of the bed. I have my socks and shoes next to the bed. I put them on and I walk around. That uh, Socks, yes. Shoes, no. You gotta have support for your feet. You, yes, I tell my patients that, but I don't do that. <laughs> okay, so you're not following your own medical advice. No, you really should have shoes on in the house of some sort, but I cannot stand that. Mm. I have to have my shoes off. We just gotta get comfortable shoes. Well, yeah, slippers or something would be fine. That's shoes. I consider that shoes. Mm-hmm. Yep, there are some slippers that would work. I mean, I'm not wearing like sandals or Crocs, but you can do whatever you want on that. Well, Crocs would be okay in the house. They're comfortable. They don't provide a whole lot of support, but they're okay. Uh, my question to, to James is... It's the same as mine, I bet. What's okay, the first go, go. most yeah, yeah, important exactly. article of clothing? <laughs> Can we guess? Can we all throw out guesses? I will guess, yes. Okay. My, my guess is a, for my climate, is a hat. Okay. But I don't think that's his climate. So, like a wide brim hat for like sun coverage or like a winter, like depending on the hat. time of year. Right now, oh, definitely a winter hat. Oh, okay. So, hats, seasonal hats. Yes. Okay. Claire, do you have a guess? I, I was thinking jacket simply because, you know, he said out, outdoors, but, mm-hmm. but I like hat better now that I've heard that, that uh, guess. All right. I'm going to go with. My line of thinking is knowing James and him saying <laughs> socks because it protects his feet. Uh-huh. And I'm going to say the undergarments that are more important than they're protecting something more important than his feet. Uh-huh. I'm going to say underwear because okay. his boy's got to have a house. Okay. <laughs> well, um, I hope James clears this up for us. Actually, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> Actually, yeah, depending on his answer, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, next, Neil in Rockville at Neil and Rockville. Mm-hmm. Quote, you can't know anything about another person's socks until you spend a day in their shoes. End quote. Hmm. Uh, I'm never going to know anything <laughs> about anybody's socks then. <laughs> so you would not, you would not go to Goodwill or take hand-me-downs as for shoes. Yeah, I mean, if I had to, of course. I mean, I'm going to wear shoes. But I, I mean, mean someone I've, else's shoes. Someone else has worn them. Would you wear that's them? That's not my first choice. Because I've known someone that would not, would never do that. Would so grossed out by it would not wear someone else's shoes. Well, I would if you know. I mean, honestly, if I had to, mm-hmm. if I, you know, didn't have any other. Yeah, thing you don't get picky me, at that point. Yeah, I'm wearing somebody's underwear. What do I care? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I'm washing them first. No, but still. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, look. What about someone I mean, else's toothbrush? Absolutely. Oh, I don't. I would. I'm not even washing that. I'm just putting it in my mouth. What do I oh, care? Oh, good lord! Uh, he's he's got to be joking on that one. Yeah. No. Are you kidding? Toothbrush mouth stuff doesn't bother me at all. Oh my god. Ew. Uh, deodorant? Because you, you have a thing with mouth, armpits, and I would be fine with it. What How about deodorant? You have a thing with armpits. Um, it's more like stuff like stuff cut out of armpits to me. Okay. All right. Uh, is that the deodorant last- doesn't. One in this quiz, please. 
<laughs> yeah, that's the last one in the quiz. Thank yeah, you. You don't want to. You don't want a would you rather or who, no, we don't think of the grossest thing with me because I will win that probably. Well, you haven't looked at the picture I sent you yet. Well, I know better. Yeah. I know what grosses me out, and I bl- I put in like the mental. I mentally shun it so I don't see it. What about you, Claire? About Do you would you wear someone else's shoes? Does that bother well, you? Well. When you mentioned it about Goodwill, um, I I was thinking back to I once did go to Goodwill because I needed a pair of black boots, a, yeah. a certain specific type of black boots that I knew I would hardly ever wear. And I just thought, ah, let me go and see if I can find some. And sure that enough, very practical. I found a pair for like five bucks. I wore them to this one particular um, interview thing that I was doing. And then... I and they were great and they were comfortable and I thought yeah these are really good and yeah I can get past wearing shoes that someone else wore and then I'm telling you literally three days ago after having these sit in my bedroom for a year and a half without ever touching them again I finally decided three days ago to throw them away. (laughs) (laughs) Well, see that was worth the five dollars. It was worth the five dollars. It was worth the five dollars. But I did honestly never wear them again. And sometimes I would look at them and think, oh, these would look really good with what I'm wearing tonight. And then it's like, no, no, I I couldn't do it again. They they didn't sound like they sparked enough joy for you. Oh That's gosh. exactly what it was. <laughs> and I was thinking that at the time. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, they, they sound like they served their purpose for they you. They did. And they, they were did. cheap. Yeah, yeah. And that's the thing. I didn't want to go out and spend, you know, $60 on a new pair for something that, because I'm, I'm a sneakers person. If I can get away with just wearing sneakers all the time. I'm, oh, I love it that, that you call them sneakers. I've, I've said on this podcast before that I wish that I did call them sneakers. I call them tennis shoes. Oh, okay. Sneakers yeah. is better. And I can't just, I haven't been able to just change that in my lexicon. So <laughs> now you are reaching. <laughs> Is sneakers You're regional only... vernacular envious? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, I am. Is sneakers only a northeast thing, or is tennis shoes only a midwest thing? Well, sneakers is uh, British. I know that. No, runners is British, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. They call them runners over there. I'm not British or northeastern, so mm-hmm. I couldn't. Tell I you. think sneakers is northeastern. I don't know if tennis shoes is midwest, but that's what I grew up saying. Tennis mm-hmm. shoes. shoes is also uh, south and like. East Coast, Virginia, where I grew up, because that's what I've called it until, you know, I lived in Virginia for 12, first 12 years of my life, and that's what we called it. Got it. Okay. I call them shoes now. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so n- next, from our uh, quiz master, Bob Walsh, regarding last week's English car quiz. Oh. Bob mentioned in the directions that you were the one, Jason, to suggest the English car quiz. And you disputed that. Well, Bob has an answer for us. I just said I didn't remember. You didn't remember. At Adadiah. Ask and ye shall receive. Jason may not remember what he says, but I do. Episode 102, November 2nd, 2018. Jason, quote, that's it right there, Bob. You heard her. Classic British cars. I'm up for that challenge, end quote. Well, clearly KJ was up to the task. Two exclamation points. Hashtag credit from the quiz master. So I guess you (laughs) did say that. Yeah, I guess so. I have two things to say on this. Okay. Number one, he's right. You did. You got all of those. I did. And me and Brad got four out of five because, I mean, technically we all got them all because we all work mm-hmm. together and all these things. Yeah. Anyway. But we wouldn't have got that. I don't think Brad or I either one. We could have guessed, but we definitely wouldn't have got it for sure without you on that. I think it was the last one. The fifth one, yeah. The well, Lagonda, and I, Brad kind of, Lagonda, Brad kind of swayed me on, I was going to go 
the the Morgan question. It was Morgan or Minnie Cooper, and I wasn't quite sure. Mm-hmm. So we worked well together. Yeah, I mean, we it was it was good. We 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 knocked that quiz out of the park. Another one down. Yeah, come okay. at me, Bob. And number two, number two. Oh yeah, number two. Um, you remember how you felt in that subway line when that guy <laughs> turned around and like was talking to you and seemed to know or want to know too much about you? Uh huh. <laughs> I I digitally feel that now when I'm like. I don't even remember saying this, but has somehow he remembers. So I'm like, what is going on? He checked the tape or maybe he filed it away. I don't know. Yeah. It would be scary if he knew the episode number and the it date. Would the be. Yeah, without it would yes. be. <laughs> I hope he checked the tape. Let's just say that. Yes, Where's the Bob time signature? That's what I want to know. I know. I, I actually was thinking the same thing as I was reading it. Well, where's the time signature? This is not real until we have the time signature. Right. Oh, so <laughs> I'm glad to know I'm not the only one now who is questioning Bob and contesting, <laughs> protesting his his answers. No, I would say that I don't think Bob has ever had a question that was incorrect, mm-hmm. written a question that was incorrect. Yeah, he does great. He yeah. obviously from researching our insanity from episodes ago, uh, he does a great job oh, researching yes. all these questions, yeah. too. Okay, on to the state wars. Yes. Simeon Copeland at the schmooze. State wars coming soon on Speaking of Tangents. The gauntlet was chunked upon the ground by Brad Weiss. Oh, it's already here. It ain't coming soon. <laughs> hashtag no hashtags needed. <laughs> yes, I like that one. Yeah. Um, so, state wars. That came from you, didn't it, Jason? No, I mean, I was, was just commenting Simeon? on what people said. People were talking about Rhode Island and, you know, Massachusetts. And then Brad threw in there like a Virginia. And, you know, okay. I think it's just well, Brad Iowa versus read. Minnesota. I mean, it just it just kind of I mean, we're just reporting on, you know, what we see and hear from people in the feedback section. Yeah. It just spiraled out of control. And I I just, you know, it's a shame. You hate to see it. But sometimes yeah. you just got to go there. And speaking of Rhode Island, Jen Babish at J-Bab Sports Chick Yes, KJ, go to Rhode Island. My brother went to Brown, Providence, and Newport are great, and mm-hmm. I heart RISD. I should have gone there. Amish Market Donuts are the best. And then she included a picture of Amish Market Donuts. Is that a Rhode Island thing? I don't know if it's Rhode Island or not, but or is the just donuts like a complete look non-sequitur? like... <laughs> My guess is it is Rhode. It's Rhode Island, but... I think I had Amish market donuts when I was at that pilgrimage festival in mm. Tennessee. And okay. I must say they were the best donut I've ever had. Wow. Well, I mean, Claire, you've been around uh, Babish lately more than we have for sure. Um, she like, she just has the, donuts on the brain. I was going to say, <laughs> were you there when she's been eating these donuts and posting these pictures? Well, I, I, I'm afraid that I was the pusher. Um, oh, you were. Yeah. You got her she, hooked. Yeah, well, you got her the Krispy Kreme. I got her the Krispy Kreme. <laughs> yeah. And not only that, but I, I delivered her the Krispy Kreme at a certain for-profit dining establishment. So uh-huh. I, I broke rules in a sense. by. Okay, we're going to get to that in a minute. I, I don't know if it's in the feedback, but we're going to talk about that in a minute, too, because I got to hear about what's going on with that on Twitter. Oh, God. So we'll get to that. Okay. Okay. Next. That might explain things. That might explain things. Yeah. If if you're talking about the same thing, I think you're talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. we can talk about it. Now. Is it in the feedback? I don't want to step on feedback. No, it doesn't look like it. All right, then we need to talk about this right now. What the heck is going on? I have no idea. 
Well, you're talking it, about the corrected? fact that Chatter blocked you. The Chatter restaurant blocked you. Blocked me on Twitter. About? Blocked Claire, yeah. Twitter. yeah. Yeah, blocked Claire on Twitter. Well, Which is insane. Is, I don't, the thing is, I don't know how long ago they did it. So that's what makes it impossible for me to pinpoint what I must have done or said. Well, you well, brought Krispy Kreme donuts in there. That's what you did. That maybe. See, maybe that's it. That's maybe ridiculous. That's it. No, that, uh, that, that, that look, would be I'm, totally ridiculous. I'm going to be. I'm going to be serious. I mean, I joke around a lot. You do more for them on Twitter than their own social media team does. <laughs> so I, get out of here with this crap. I, Come uh, on, people. What is I, what? What is going on? Does Tony know about this? No, he no. Of course he doesn't. I doubt it. No, 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 no. This I, is insane. I brought. I have conducted business meetings at that establishment. I know. So, you know. I I have seen nothing but praise and like promotion from you for stuff that they're doing and like the episodes and getting you know more information out there from you know you know Nigel and other people at the show to say hey yes they are recording this day and yes here's what we're doing that <laughs> that enables more people to show up and it's like i i thought for a minute oh is she actually working for them as like one of their social media like <laughs> maven people and you posted that and i was like okay this is a joke this is this is it's april fools in in february what's going on <laughs> this is insane cuz look this the whole thing from their logo to all that junk that happened, you know, a, a year or so ago that I was making fun of. Yeah. I can see if they want to block me because right. I was teasing the people that did this. Look, their marketing leaves something to be desired. <laughs> or it did. I don't know. I haven't looked at it in the past year or so. And I know I deal with this stuff in the creative side of this a lot. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, come on. I'll do, I'll, do, I'll do for free better than this. Right, right. And right. I never offered because I, got, I don't even have time. But, yeah. but come on. And look, so... Are they trying to crush the like <laughs> spirit of the people that want to support them and help them they're, out? Their number one supporter. <laughs> yes. What is going? I mean, <laughs> this is ridiculous to I, me. I have no idea. I I have absolutely no idea what sparked it. But what I find even more amusing. I mean, I I found it amusing to start with. But what's even yeah. more amusing is the outrage. I did not expect the outrage. I mean. I had I have had to hold off Mike from Burke, Virginia before yes. before he starts World War Three over this. <laughs> yeah, and, and he even said to me, he said, all right, I'll I'll respect your wishes on Twitter, but you can't control my email. And it's like, oh, no, <laughs> oh, boy. oh, no. Yeah, that is not you do not want to be on the other side, the bad end of that from him. Yeah, <laughs> I'm a little worried about where this is going to go. But well, um, I mean, come yeah. on, look, it's. All I've seen and from everything I have witnessed, and not not about the restaurant, not about the people who run the restaurant, not anything mm-hmm. about that, not about Tony or anything like that of the show, mm-hmm. the social media and the marketing of s- some of this stuff that they've done has been so tone deaf to me mm-hmm. and not knowing their audience where they have this built in group of people who are going to promote and care and you know, like and show up whenever they're in town it's like coming to you know making a pilgrimage like kj said before right uh, you're coming to the mecca of the podcast you want to see the podcast you want to go to and see like the stuff hanging over the urinals even and crazy mm-hmm. stuff like that and where's the mural gonna go and blah blah blah, blah, blah all that stuff it's mm-hmm. to basically shut down or shun or push away and not it's not like they're just not embracing this group of people they're like actively like no 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 we don't want that which <laughs> is don't insane. Want to be associated with that what are they doing yeah so i maybe it's just as simple as know your audience i'm trying to bring some positivity here maybe it's just <laughs> as simple as instead of pushing the 
turn on notifications or follow, they touched block instead. It very well could be a mistake. It very well could be a mistake. Mm -hmm. I I just don't know. I I have absolutely no idea. Yeah. Well, I have feeling. I have a feeling you'll find out if Mike will find out Virginia is on the case. Apparently. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my God. If you need legal assistance in this, I'm sure he would be glad to pro bono. Uh Yeah, really. Well, it's it's so funny because, like, for example, I was there Tuesday night and and we were getting ready to play trivia and I was staring Mm -hmm. at the menu forever. And Neil said to me, what, you've never seen it before? Because that's the thing. It's the same menu all the time. So it's ridiculous that I would be staring at it. (laughs) But I'm staring at it because. I so I cannot decide what to eat because I've had it all so many times that yeah. like oh, I just yeah. that's the thing I I just I I'm there so much that I can't bear to eat any more of what they offer and well, that's why and you brought so, Krispy Kreme right exactly yeah <laughs> but but that so so that's what's so hilarious is that I, I I'm there exactly. so often yeah. that that I I can't even stand to eat the food anymore and and I don't live up the road I live 60 miles away I mean yes. yeah, I I, say, it you're takes not me an hour there. and a half to get there yeah mm-hmm. so you know it's just they know your audiences is, yes. is yes. key 100% <laughs> absolutely and they don't seem to or it's this is some elaborate long con that you know right right so oh that would be brilliant you know, that would be touche. great I yeah. applaud you. you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Acting. Oh, there's a there's Brilliant. a word for you. Touche. I thought yes. that was touche. Touche. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, we have touche. two we have two tweets left, both of which are involving Claire's home state of Massachusetts. All right. The state wars. Sully from on. Boston at Rice Crisp. Mm-hmm. Wow, I back Jason up on terrible Rhode Island and he crushes Massachusetts. Hashtag sad. I can't wait for the Pats to win a Super Bowl in your state, and I hope traffic has been bad too. Suck that, Mister Michigan. Suck that, Mister Michigan Tech. Excellent. See, I appreciate this. This is somebody who knows their audience. I appreciate this. Uh, well, the Pats did win. Are we? Mm. Are, how does Claire feel about that? Here's your chance. Okay, I'm happy but embarrassed. I have to admit that. I, I can see that. Want other, I can totally see that, yeah. I want other teams to have a chance. Please, please, please. Because it's it's torturous to have people hating you for nothing that you can control. I can't control right. the fact that I was born in Boston and that I lived in Boston for 27 years. And then I didn't move that far. I went to New Hampshire for 17 years. I cannot control the fact that this is the team of my life. So mm-hmm. I can't. You're not, ban- you're not jumping on the bandwagon front runner. It's, it's, it's not that situation. Right, right. And it, you know, I I cannot be a fan of another team. I can't just make myself be a fan of another team. And I and I'm not their spokesperson. I'm not their defender. So I want other teams to have a chance now because I'm tired of being hated. I completely understand. That. Yeah, I get it. It's like what you're saying is, you know, it's like the people that support Trump. All they, all he does is win. So, oh god, <laughs> Don't, let's, I'm just let's, yeah, my mouth let, shut. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And speaking of uh, the Massachusetts, John Miller at JKM five six three. Yes. He says, speaking of tangents, I will have to find another pad- podcast for my Saturday mornings. I can no longer avail myself of your vile tongues. <laughs> Hashtag masshole forever. Yes. Also good. Yes. I, 
hey, I we're just we're just talking about what we see and what we hear. We're not. I, I have no ill will against Massachusetts oh, or I Rhode know. Island. I know. Yeah. I one thing I will say about about the the tag masshole. I I when people use that against me, I actually own it. I'm very proud of it. So no one is insulting me when they call me a masshole. <laughs> it's totally fine by yeah. me. Yeah. I would think every true person who would consider themselves that is is um you know complimented by that. Yes. When they hear that. Yeah. Well, I know I know Claire is, and I know John is. And when Sully from Boston on Twitter was talking about getting a tattoo on his chest like Adam Levine that says California, I told him, <laughs> you know, maybe instead of Massachusetts, I didn't know if it would fit that he should put masshole on there. And I think he'd yeah, be in on it too. I think he'd like I think that. I think it's a um unspoken, unwritten rule. Um, that if you tattoo a state on your body, it has to be the word California. <laughs> yeah. That's all I ever see, so I think it has to be. And I, for just for a second, let's talk about this halftime show. I, I know knew we you were going to go there with But this. we have to. Oh, man. Um, I mean, I don't really want to talk about it too much because it seemed like Adam Levine didn't even want to be there and he was performing. It was yeah. the most, like, laconic performance in that kind of situation I've ever seen. It, it was, yeah. It, it felt. It wasn't it, bad. It wasn't. It definitely wasn't good. It felt flat to me, and I don't necessarily yes. mean the notes. It just felt. He didn't. Well, he didn't even. He, he didn't even sing some of the higher notes on his own song. Yeah, it looked like he was. Something was wrong with him. I, it was like he was drugged. Yes. <laughs> like he. Yeah. And there was but, no energy at all. That's the problem. And it look, wasn't look, good. You can't. You can't put. You can't put them out there in Atlanta for the Super Bowl. You can't. It's, yeah, it's, there are other yeah. acts that you could get there. So many others. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing that I saw on Twitter was, um, for now for forevermore, Maroon 5 will be known as American Nickelback, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what I will now refer to them forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You That's, could say that it's a toss-up between Maroon 5 and Creed. So Yeah, Creed. Either, either or. American Nickelbacks. Um, mm-hmm. Travis Scott, have we mm-hmm. talked about him on this podcast before? Mm-hmm. Who is Travis Scott? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is he a mumble rapper? Mm-hmm. Kind of, sort of. Sorry, I was drinking water. Well, I thought, I thought <laughs> that was when perfect you were drinking timing, water, yeah, you I was were drinking trying water. to tell me he was a mumble rapper. I yeah, thought I was, you kinda, were I was hoping that you would go there when I was doing that, but I was yeah. really drinking water. Okay. Um, he's sort of in that zone. Um, he's not like, you know, what's his face? Six nine and um some of these other guys. But he's okay. he's he's not he's not a rapper that I really care for. I think Babish likes him though, so Well, I maybe, I remember talking we'll about him mm-hmm. because there's no way I've listened to I don't know his music, so I knew I'd heard his name and I couldn't remember why. He's dating one of the Kardashians, I think. Jenner. Oh, who, the Jenners. who isn't? Exactly. Well, but I did if see on Twitter that you're a rapper during the NBA. You've dated one of them. Yeah, I did see on Twitter that Kevin Stanfield's daughter danced at the halftime show during Travis Scott's number. Uh, yeah, he posted a picture of her in the background with Adam Levine, looking like he's a deer in the headlights, looking into the camera. <laughs> did you see oh, that? Okay, so she was in the whole show. Yeah, uh, she, I think she was just like in the front row. Yeah, because you can like see her like audience. in the background. Oh, part, okay. But the selected audience part. Yes, they yeah. pick people to go down and stand around the front of the stage. Yes. Um, you know that I, uh, you know why I am happy that Adam Levine didn't knock it out of the park. <laughs> yes, I, I'm 100 know what you're going to say. Can I guess? Yes. Yes. So Justin Timberlake stays on top. 
You nailed it. I wouldn't say on top, but you know, there are many other performances that are better at super time, but super time, super bowl (laughs) time. (laughs) Um, It's super time, big game. (laughs) But he wasn't as bad as everybody wanted to crucify him for the whole Prince thing. No, Adam Levine was worse. No, he should not have done that Prince thing, but Adam Levine was worse overall. At least Timberlake seemed like he cared and wanted to be there. And I will give him that. Mm Mm-hmm. He might not have, he might not have, he should, uh, he may not, it may not have been smart for him to do the Prince thing, but to, to light up the city of Minneapolis and the Prince, the purple streets, that was pretty cool. That was good. Yes. Okay. Last tweet is from Will at Aquarium, D-R-N-K-E-R. <laughs> <laughs> it's always funny that we do pronunciations whenever we, we have feedback from him. That's true. He says, can't recall my last visit to KFC, and I don't think this new item is going to change that. Oh, Hash- I saw this. No. Mm-hmm. Hashtag YMMV. Now, he's used that hashtag before, and I don't can't remember what it is. Does anybody know what YMVV means? Yes, your mileage. Oh, I'm sorry. No, no, no. You go. I was going to give you a shot. Your, your mileage may vary. That is correct. Oh, okay. All right. So, and the the item from KFC is a new sandwich they're testing in certain areas of the country, not this part of the country, I will say, not my part, chicken Cheetos sandwich. Nope. Disgusting. Yes. It looks awful. It looks like it's got some sort of sauce on it, too. I would eat both of those things separately and and even at the same time, but I just cannot abide putting the Cheetos in the sandwich. Yes, you no. are. You are approved to be on this podcast in, <laughs> yeah. in terms of the combinations of food and being against that. I yeah, that the is. Audition. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That is just not. I love Cheetos. Yeah, I, the I love, ones are good. love yeah. Cheesy poofs ones are good. Yeah, All of them. but you cannot do this. No, this is disgusting. This picture, the image. It's. I think he tweeted this picture out too. This yes. is not something. You, yeah. So this image that. Is along with this, I, this is supposed to be the ideal version of what it looks like. And mm-hmm. it looks disgusting. It, <laughs> it's That's awful. Right. That's the right. The chicken it has like this orange, just like it's got napalm on it. <laughs> and then like this, what is that? It looks like ranch sauce or, or mayonnaise. Ranch or mayonnaise, yeah. Get out of here. What's the over I mean, under on how long they took to place the Cheetos that supposedly fell out of the overstuffed sandwich? Um, that was uh, like three different people and they had to get a focus group. To yeah. Test that. Yeah. And that is um, like, those are like Cheetos from like 20 years ago. So they don't ever move or lose <laughs> dust. And they painted them orange. I swear exactly. they painted that chicken. And that they is must glue. Have painted that that's chicken. like Elmer's glue is that ranch sauce. Yeah, that's yep. that's not ranch. Yep. That's not that's not real that's bread. Glue. It's just like, I think we we saw we talked about a tweet like this before where mm-hmm. somebody tweeted out, hey, this is how they do fi- food pictures. I'm like, yeah, you do not want to know some of the stuff they try to make like food. Right. But I mean, this is this is basically so Cheetos is teamed up with KFC. This is like Oreo teaming up with Peeps, Oreo teaming up with pe- Fruity Pebbles for the mystery flavor that I am very very prideful about that i got right <laughs> yes yes you got it right you know that one yeah and cherry cola oreo same thing they're all just these combinations stop it if i yeah. want cheetos i'll eat cheetos mm-hmm. if i want yeah. chicken i'll eat chicken mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i'm not well by the way if i want chicken i'm not eating kfc i'll eat actual chicken i haven't had kfc in many many years it is not good we have a combination um KFC Taco Bell here. Oh, yeah. Yep. And everybody in my family likes Taco Bell. 
except for my son. And so he always gets chicken from the KFC because it's one drive through if we Mm -hmm. ever do that. Mm -hmm. And I tried it one time and was like, nope. So the last time I had KFC, I really liked it. But that's probably been 20 years. Yeah. It's probably gone through 400 different recipe combinations and is 95% less actual real food now than it was then. I miss saturated fats. Yes. (laughs) And KFC was full of them. 20 years yeah. ago, at least. I can't eat, like, greasy stuff anymore. I got into my 40s, and I can't eat it anymore. I just can't do it. I can, but I suffer for a while. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my body rebels, but I will indulge. <laughs> See, I can't even... It's like, maybe I know because I've had that happen to me enough times now, and I've learned my lesson. Because even when I try to eat it, I'm like, nah, it just not doesn't taste good to me anymore, like super greasy stuff. I see it, and I'm like, nah, I, I'm just not even going to... I can't. can't do it. Hmm. Well, I... I admire that resolve because that's yeah. not me. Yeah. <laughs> so Cheetos are owned by Frito-Lay. I looked it up. Cheetos and are owned by Frito-Lay? Okay. Yeah. Is that also part of Yum Brands, which owns KFC? I have no idea. I mean, let me look up Yum Brands and see who they own. And they own th- KFC, Taco Bell, Pepsi, I think, I think. pretty much everything in the world is just owned by one corporation. That's what I was getting to. It's all conglomerates, and the yeah, reason these combinations all, exist is It's all because, Jeff Bezos. Yeah, it doesn't cost <laughs> them anything to promote themselves right. by adding yeah, the other brands. It's ESPN owned by Disney, which literally every time I go to like the ESPN website, there's some Marvel movie ad on there or some Disney movie ad. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh, it's just like, sure. I'm tired of all this you know, monopolization of industry. Split this stuff up. While you're looking that up, I will say that a couple years ago, do you remember, do you remember seeing this, that Subway had a sort of a, maybe it was a pulled pork sandwich with Fritos, Frito chips. Mm -mm. Did either of you see that? I don't Mm -hmm. recall. I tried that. It doesn't surprise me. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so part of me is saying, well, if you tried that, why can't you try this chicken Cheetos sandwich? But I'm not going to try this chicken Cheetos sandwich. The Fritos sandwich from Subway was okay. But the problem was, with once you get the sauce in there, the chips are soggy anyway. Why do I want to eat a soggy Frito or a soggy Cheeto? Well, here's the other thing, too. Like, I've, I've seen Fritos as a, as a side option when people have served things like pulled pork or chili or sure, you know, other yeah. various, you know, similar types of cooking there's nothing in my brain that makes me think that cheetos has to go along with chicken so yeah there you go it it, it, i just don't it to me it's not a natural combination Uh uh-huh yeah maybe that's part of it too that the fritos and the pulled pork what did you find jason um yum brands it's it's a weird like the history of this it started out as tricon global as part of pepsi (laughs) oh boy and I, I then it was Tricon Yum. Global yeah. Restaurants Yorkshire, and then Tricon Yorkshire, and they owned like basically every fast food that's not like McDonald's or Burger King or Wendy's. Um, at some point, it's okay. it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Currently, they only own KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, Wing Street, and something called Bond Shop that I'd never heard of. They but only they own to, those yeah. six things or whatever. Yeah, but they used to own. Like Long John Silver's, A and W restaurants, Hot Now, which I'd never heard of, Super Chicks, KFC like on the list. Stuff. Oh, they still own KFC. 
Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I, Cheetos doesn't own. Cheetos has nothing to do with Yum. No, it doesn't look like Frito Lay okay. is connected to. But okay. you know, who knows? Who knows? That's right. They could be, you know, shell corporations. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure they're. I'm sure they are involved in some ways. Yeah. Um, okay, so I have two minor, very minor Hall of Fame corrections, and I actually have a Mama correction. Uh oh. So the Hall of Fame corrections are about donuts. Last week I was lamenting that we didn't have any Krispy Kremes in this area. Mm-hmm. But the Hall of Famer reminded me that we used to have Krispy Kremes all over. And in fact, I did remember that because my the town where I went to graduate school had a Krispy Kreme. But then they all just went away. So that's one. We did used to have Krispy Kremes. What happened? I don't know. Hmm. It's a mystery. And the other one was, remember I couldn't remember the donut shop? In Nashville and Atlanta that I went to. Yes. Not the one in Atlanta, but they have the same, it's the same chain. Mm-hmm. Well, the Hall of Famer told me that's called Five Sisters, but but that's not it. I corrected her then to say it was Five Daughters. Oh. So it's a, I corrected the Hall of, it was a correction to it's the a, Hall of Fame correction. It's the Hall of Fame correction correction. Yes. So nice. it was called Five Daughters. Nice. Which I actually remembered about an hour after we wrapped, so. I still haven't gone. It's good. It's good, I'm but sure it's it not it's Amish donuts. market. I mean. Donut is a donut to me. Well, oh, no, there no, are no, 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 no far more no, superior donuts no. than others. Yeah. I defer to both of you on that then since you have strong opinions. Shout out to whole H-O-L-E donuts of Asheville, North Carolina. Mm. Oh. Oh. Those are good. Oh. Is that like boutique artisanal donuts or is that like a chain or? It, they, they are artisanal donuts and, and it is just one, as far as I know. But the thing is, they don't make them until you order them. Okay. They oh. only I'm they only on have a few. They only have you know they've got like a half a dozen varieties, and that's it. And one of those is like a seasonal one. But but literally, you walk in and you're like, I will have the glazed donut, and they make it then at that custom moment. made to order donuts. I like it. Yeah. Well, See, now I, what... I mean, not custom made in the sense that you can decide what goes on it but, but made just for you made so just it's not you. build your yeah. own it, right yeah. right it's yeah. not build your own but it is but it is made to order yeah so that's Perfect. kind of how the donuts the amish market donuts were at the pilgrimage you mm-hmm. watch the whole thing happen they dip this huge donut into the hot steaming glazed stuff whatever it is oh, it man. i should so I, good i should have eaten breakfast today i knew it was a mistake to uh, yeah, i'm getting hungry now yeah, i don't even I'm like donuts all that much and i'm getting hungry now okay well i'll move on this has nothing to do with food or donuts so this is the mama correction actually it's more of a validation for me um i was ta- asking her about this this weekend when i was there about mm-hmm. my dad starting subaru in the western six states and all of canada since i was Asked if I didn't actually believe him. Yes. Um, he did indeed start Subaru in the Western six states and all of Canada. But when I heard started Subaru in my head as a 10-year-old, or however old I was, it was like he invented Subaru. <laughs> I was going to say, it's <laughs> Which different. he did not do, but he was, you know, the, worked in the development office, and it was his job to get those dealerships started. So Cool. So that was correct. I was correct. That cool. And then she told me a story that my dad started selling door-to-door at age seven in some contest or something that he won and did really well, and he, he loved it. Was wow. it vacuum cleaners? 
I don't know what he sold. Shoes. Oh. I never knew this story, but I'm the exact opposite. No way. <laughs> right. Yeah. As the story earlier in the in the day here about Subway might prove that I would never be able to do that type of thing. <laughs> so this is like not really a correction because you had it right technically. Yes, it's a validation. It's a ma- modification. Affirmation, baby. <laughs> yeah, but it's, uh, come on, we got to get the alliteration. Alliteration, right. mama. It's a, a modification. Yes. Ah. Okay, that'll work. that'll work. My modification. All right. I'm very that's prideful all I of have. You should be prideful of that. That's all I have too. Claire, you have anything else? I got to go get a donut. Okay. Excellent idea. I might actually do that myself. All right. Hey, thanks a lot for joining us, Claire. Yes. Thank you great. for having me. I had a great time. Absolutely. Cool, cool. It's fun. I'll be up in Massachusetts this weekend, so I will uh, defend all. Reporting from the front lines of yes. State War Eastern <laughs> yes. Front. There we go. There we go. Our State War Eastern Front correspondent. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's it. Okay. All right. You have anything else? Nope, that'll do it. All right, bye. 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 Speaking of Tangents is brought to you by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Hosted by Jason Fuse and KJ Onstead. Created by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Music written and performed by Jason Fuse. Lyrics and vocals by KJ Onstead and Jason Fuse. Edited by Jason Fuse. If you'd like to help us out for next week's show and be our feedback friend, let us know by emailing us at speakingoftangentspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, and speaking of Iowa, today, February 8th, is National Iowa Day. And it's also National Kite Flying Day. So Claire's going to go get a donut, and I'm off to shovel snow. The rest of you, why don't you just go fly a kite? Graphics by Jason Fuse. I love snow peas. And I love you.